You are listening to the Bold Girls Club podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Tristan. I'm Alicia. And we are here to teach you how to co-create your business from heart, not hustle. We're here to spill the tea on the bold mindset and new age principles you need to master attraction marketing, slay conscious sales, and shift the paradigm from bro marketing to feminine magnetism. You'll learn how to master the energetics of business so you can create a thriving relationship with money, magnetize clients, and embody the empowered entrepreneur. It's time to step up and become the brave, aligned, and committed version of yourself who isn't afraid to go after what you want. Welcome to the club, the Bull Girls Club. Oh, I almost fell backwards on my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Even having some champagne, boo. No. I had an Irish cream cold brew today and I must be jacked up. Oh my God. I almost tipped over in my chair. Oh my gosh. Hang oh. on, everybody. Woo! We're fine. Okay. We're strapped in. We're ready to go. And we it's are all fired good. up. <laughs> We're fired up. Okay. You know, it's the holidays, and so now's the time of year where everyone's putting out their offers, which is fantastic, right? I love the holiday season for entrepreneurs. There's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of coaching packages. You want something, you can find it right now during the holidays. You know what I'm saying? So with that, comes unfortunately a lot of desperate energy because people are like it's the holidays i need to make money i need this offer to sell i gotta get gifts for people and so what i've been seeing this week is a lot of i don't want to say pushiness in my dms but a lot of random cold messaging Mm -hmm. and If you've been listening to us for a while, you know this gets us hot and bothered and a little pissy-wissy. So... (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Not only do we need straps on our chairs, we need pens. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys, we're out, of, we're out of control today. <laughs> SOS. Send Continue. coffee, send champagne, send something. That depends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, so what happens around the holidays is there's, like, this desperate energy because people feel the need to make money, right? And if you're operating from a place of need, I need more money, I need more clients, I need bigger impacts so I can feel feel fulfilled, I need money to buy gifts. This is not magnetism, expansion, abundance, and it's definitely not gonna let you feel connected to your purpose and creativity, and you end up turning people off. So, mm-hmm. To start this off, this is a fun little story for me. I know you shared stories of being pitched in ways that felt weird to you. So 
if you have been cold pitching, we're about to school you real fucking fast. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> so I received a DM from a girl who was, I haven't connected with her before. Just, you know, we've been, you know, liking each other's stuff, but haven't connected in the DMs. And she sent me a message about products. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you look at my page, it doesn't take long. When you look at my highlights, you see I'm with a product-based business, right? Mm -hmm. So if this girl would have taken two seconds to look at my profile, scrolled through my, maybe my highlights to see what I was about, what I'm doing, what companies I'm partnered with. She would have known that I wasn't a good fit, mm -hmm. but she cold pitched me in, in my DMs anyway. Mm -hmm. And then when I was like, oh, you know, I'm with this company, it was, oh, no, 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 I wasn't talking about products. And she immediately, immediately backtracked. And I was like, hmm, okay. So mm -hmm. this girl's just throwing whatever she can at the wall to see what sticks. Right. So not, not only, only backtracked, I... but started talking about a completely different service that she was actually originally talking about. She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not actually talking about products. I'm talking about this. And it's like, but right. you literally just mentioned the products. So right. what, are we, what are we doing here? Exactly. So <laughs> not are you going? confusing somebody, but now you just turn them off because you're making it seem like, you know, oh, I didn't get them with this offer, but I'm going to try to get them with this exactly. one. Exactly. Which is, mm -hmm. you know what? It's very off-putting. Mm -hmm. The other one was a girl that we've reacted to each other's messages, but we haven't, haven't actually had a conversation. And she pitched me into jumping on a sales call with her. And the way you can fix something like this to avoid the awkwardness, to avoid a flat out no, is to take the couple extra minutes to find out if you, if you find someone, say you really like their content, and you're like, oh my God, this girl would be perfect. She's my ideal client. Like I wanna snag her. Qualifying. Qualify her first mm. without being like, do you want to get on a call and see what it looks like to work together? Right. Which isn't the worst question in the world. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, do I even need your services? Exactly. So, so like messaging somebody. Yeah. Messaging yeah. somebody being like, Hey, how's your business going? You know, what are you working on right now? And I've made it pretty public. If you've been following me for a while, I'm not coaching right now. And it feels fucking great. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, pre like qualifying your people before you pitch them. And I was nice to her. I wasn't mean. I was like, oh, girl, thank you so much for thinking of me. I have a mentor right now. I'm kind of honestly restructuring my whole brand. But you know what? Thank you so much for thinking of me. And I, mm -hmm. let, it go. I let it go with that. But go ahead, Tristan. I know you wanted to say something. No, I was, I was going to originally say 
cold pitching is something that is a high cost strategy with a very, very low fucking reward. You are trying mm -hmm. to grab the low hanging fruit with that approach. And more often than not, the people that you genuinely would want as clients or that you would genuinely want on your sales team, if you are with a company, you don't want the low hanging fruit. You want the people that are motivated, that are willing to put in the effort, that are actually interested and invested. Cold pitching does not result in people that are going to be highly invested. That's not a blanket, but I'm saying like more often than not, that's what's gonna happen. So when you cold pitch somebody, you are betting on numbers. You are doing a buckshot approach where you're gonna send out hundreds of messages a day in the hopes that those hundreds of messages are gonna yield somewhere between like a five to 10% return, right? That's a really low turnover that fucking sucks. In like statistically, that sucks. Not only that, but you're gonna get the low hanging fruit. You're gonna get people that aren't committed. The really risky part is that you are gonna turn off a huge majority of your network. You're gonna make people feel gross. You're gonna, you're gonna turn them off. You're gonna make them uninterested, which means not only are you limiting your network that way, but you're also potentially damaging that relationship so much that they don't wanna come back because they feel imposed upon or they feel, what's the word? Um, not scouted, but like when you're like, grossly acquiring people, the word has escaped me, but it doesn't feel good. So those people are gonna turn away and just ignore all of the things that you're mm -hmm. doing. You're gonna become noise in their feed. They're gonna scroll right by you. That's the opposite of what you want. So that strategy is just shitty. It needs to go. It needs to fucking yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And one of the girls, um, she's at like, she's literally the top earner in money. And she did the analogy of, you know, you don't plant the seed and expect to pick the fruit the same day. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's a long game. You love it. You nurture it. You feed it. And eventually it grows and you can pick the fruit. Right. And when, if you turn this example into attraction marketing, like I know nothing about this girl, I see she's a business coach. I see she does energy, the same thing that Tristan and I do, mm. you know, but I don't know anything about her brand. I don't know what her offers are because I don't watch her. I'm not looking at her stuff. So mm. if you take the time to have someone get to know you, you're getting their eyes on your content. And so I would rather have somebody watch my stuff, be curious, and then be like, you know what, like, I don't even know what it is you're selling, but I want to be in your space really bad. Mm -hmm. You know? And Absolutely. that's the difference. That's the difference between scouting somebody down and pitching them versus actually getting to know them and having them be obsessed with you Mm -hmm. I think Angie calls them super fans. You know, I mean, have someone, who's, have someone who's obsessed with you 
mm-hmm. and wants to be in your space. Yes. What a phenomenal. Let me find it real quick. What a phenomenal resource to bring up because the super fan concept, I've been reading about it. This is actually the thousand true fans theory of business. And I, the person who originally wrote it is escaping me. I'm looking at the original article right now because I've been reading about it. But you guys, this concept is that to be successful in business, regardless of whether you're product-based, service-based, you do not need to have a massive audience. So the people that are using those cold approaches, those cold messages, they are banking on numbers. They, Like I said, it's a buckshot approach and you're hoping for the best. You're hoping for those low-hanging fruit. With the super fan or the thousand true fan concept, you only need a thousand, two thousand, a couple thousand people that are devoted to the work that you're doing because not only are you a valuable resource in that you provide education and you provide value to helping them solve a problem, but you're also a really fucking cool person who you want to be around. God damn it, Alicia is like licking the cold foam off her Starbucks cup. <laughs> Starbucks is a phenomenal example. No, I don't know if it's they so are. They're, they're kind of a huge, gigantic. But they started out, right, as like these products that are targeted towards somebody that loves specific things. They have, <laughs> I don't know if I want to continue with this example. Cold foam. <laughs> Bitches love cold foam, okay. right? Mm-hmm. They know that. They've targeted down on that. Adding quality to your life. You should see the joy on Alicia's face right now. She's loving it. Loving it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sidetrack. Back to the thousand true fans. When you use magnetism in that not only are you providing value through education through resources but you're also being somebody that people want to be around that's the magnetic component who you are shines through your unique personality your strengths and your weaknesses you you ply on both right this is what it means to utilize that thousand true fans where if you can have that high loyalty in your audience and in your community where people just they're fucking ride or dies they read everything they sign up for everything like every single person in your audience has invested some way shape or form that's all you need to have a six-figure business mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. And the girls, I mean, that's a huge myth with, especially with network marketing is that you have to have a huge following to make money, which isn't true. Like I know some of the girls are, you know, they were at the top of the company and they didn't have a large following. They just grew it over time. Like they started with a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. And the one girl grew it to over 43K because she was being 
social. Mm-hmm. It's a yep, social yep. media platform. <clears throat> you have to be social to build the following to, and you have to engage with people. So mm-hmm. what I've been doing, I know we've talked about this before, but I deleted 9,000 followers and I'm still cleaning out people and it feels great. And you know what? I'm going back in. I pick a letter of the alphabet, you know, randomly each day. And I go in and I, I'm re-engaging with those people. You know what I mean? Because who knows how long they've been following me and they got lost, you know, or my content got lost in all the noise. So just re- re-engaging, rebuilding these relationships because I want to try that loves me. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And you guys do not ever underestimate the power of a genuine DM that's just about reaching out and getting to know somebody. Because if somebody, especially if they're engaged and they're one of those people that they read, they like, they watch all the shit you put out, but they never DM or maybe they never comment. They're kind of one of those like stand in the corner, but watch everything you're doing type of people. When you reach out to people like that, just everybody in general, but especially those type of people. And you're like, Hey, I've seen you've been following me for a while. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here and you genuinely mean it because everybody that's following you is doing so for a reason. Right. And that's where cleaning out the people that you're like, I know that you're just a creepy dude, so you're you're gonna get the axe, right? And that's there's nothing wrong with that. Like that in many ways is protecting your energy. But I think when you genuinely write those messages and you thank people for their engagement or you thank people for being in your sphere or for following along with all of your different journeys and directions that you've gone in and you ask them questions to get to know who they are, that makes a tremendous difference. Nobody does that because it's time consuming, right? Nobody does that. Yeah. Or even, even just, you know, replying to every comment, replying to every DM, sending voice notes, sending video messages. Like I got a video message from a girl and I was like, I don't even want what she's selling, but she took the time out of her day to send me a video message. And I'm like, wow, she's an actual real human because mm-hmm. with social media, we forget that there's a real human behind that like, behind that reaction to your Instagram story. You know what I mean? Like, don't be a weirdo, be a human, you know, (laughs) don't send people weird shit that you wouldn't say to them in person. Like be a human, you know, and people can feel when you're actually grateful for their presence. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So let's do a little critique of what could have been done differently that would have been more successful for this person that cold messaged you. Because I think we did that the last time with the person that like (laughs) did that whole coercive pitch for me to join that MLM and I was not about it, not about it. Mm -hmm. So let's do a little bit of like, rather than this, let's do that for people that are listening so they can have some like applicable things to 
avoid doing and to do instead. So I feel like in general, her engaging with you, you mentioned how like she had responded to some of your stories, like with the emoji reactions and like had commented on stories and stuff like that. Do that. I think in general, that's a great thing to do if you genuinely mean it. And like, this is where coming from a heart centered place is so important because when you look at people as just a sale, you are going to immediately lose that human connection and the interaction becomes completely inauthentic and people can feel that. Mm-hmm. People so can feel when it's fake. Oh, they're going to yeah. be like, wow, is this actually genuine? Mm-hmm. Like they're not like the reaction they're going to have to it is going to be completely different. If you, and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. If it's absolutely genuine or if it's just, oh, I'm just connecting with this person just because I want them as a client. Right. And here's the thing, guys. You do not need to be all up in everybody's Kool-Aid. A few people a day that you genuinely connect with because here's what's happened. And I've seen this time and time again from the first day I had my business to summits I've been a part of to different sales teams I've been a part of, word of mouth is fucking powerful. It will grow your audience, it will grow your engagement, and it will it will help improve your sales process more than anything is word of mouth. So if you engage with one person and you form a genuine connection with them and you help add value to their life, they are going to tell at least one other person They're going to share your account. They're going to share a post. They're going to tell somebody to go follow you. I've had that happen so many times where somebody has popped in, they followed me. I reach out. I'm like, Hey, thanks for following me. How can I be of service? And I ask them that simple question. They're like, you know what? My friend actually recommended that I check out your account. I've had that happen so many times. Word of mouth is so powerful. So when you pick those few people to focus in on and build genuine connection with, it doesn't have to be thousands, hundreds of people a day. They're going to tell people and that's how you grow organically and you impact more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had that happen to me just this past week. Um, Someone was looking for a good natural alternative to shampoo and they tagged me in it and they were like, oh, Alicia's, you know, a partnered with money and she gets, she really likes it and she gets women really good results. And I was like, awesome. Thank you so much. And like, you know, now I just built a new connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that connection is going to be so much more powerful because they have come through somebody that they trust. They came through that friend that they trust And so you automatically, that relationship you've built with them is automatically infused with the trust of the relationship you were referred by. So that's one thing. I think that girl did that right. I I honestly don't have any critiques. I think that that's a great approach. So long as the intention is genuine connection. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And then as far as the messaging goes... And if you're, if you're looking at somebody and you're like, 
I would love to have this person as my, she's my ideal client. Like I would love to help her and you genuinely want to help somebody and you're not just looking at them as a number. Mm. Take a minute to look at their profile, look at their bio, look at their highlights, read a couple of their posts, see what they're about, see what they're up to, see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Cause you can get a good idea real quick about like, I don't want to like say we're prejudging anybody, but you can get an idea of what somebody needs. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you're just jumping into someone's DM, assuming that they need your help and that they need a mentor, well, maybe this girl, for example, like me, I'm not actually, I'm not actively coaching or selling right now. You know what I mean? Or maybe they're working with somebody and they're really happy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so it's hard to tell when you're just jumping into their DMs, but just take the few seconds. And this ties back to the first message about the products. If that girl would have looked at my profile before she sent that voice note, she would have seen I was already partnered with another company, mm -hmm. you know? So maybe in this instance, a better question would have been, Hey girl, I noticed that you're a rep or part of the team for Monet. I'm a rep for this company. If you're ever interested in expanding, I think you'd be a great fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it could have been like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket in case I ever, you know, want to use that information. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because honestly, you are a qualified individual for something like that, right? Because you're already doing it. You already have the training. You already have the knowledge of how to sell products. So you're qualified from that perspective, but she didn't qualify you to ask you the appropriate questions, which was immediately the turnoff, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So again, like cold DMs, it's really, in my opinion, it's a super risky move because you can turn people off the way around that, perhaps, again, not a huge fan of cold DMs, but ask the best question possible. And the way you mm -hmm. ask the best questions possible is by qualifying as much as possible, getting to know the person, what they might be interested in. And maybe you don't pitch them. Maybe you just ask them if they're interested, right? Because you had that happen to you before. Somebody reached out to see if you were interested and you're like, oh, maybe. And you went and checked it out, right? Like that was something that you were talking about last week, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, I at least took the extra couple minutes because she took time out of her day to really get to know me and be like, well, even if this isn't for you, if you know anyone, like, you know, send them my way and I will, I'll make sure you get a referral compensation. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to take the time to look at this, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally different, much more effective. Mm -hmm. Much more effective. Actually, I don't want to say totally different. Nuanced. That was very slightly different, 
but so much more effective because she qualified you, she checked you out. And then she asked her question in such a way that wasn't imposing. It was curious and she sweetened the deal for you. So she's Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, if this isn't a good fit for you, happy to give you a referral bonus if you know anybody that is a good fit for. Boom. Effective as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And here's the thing too, like people love to be, they want to be seen and they want to be heard. So when you come into their DMs and you're like, hey girl, I noticed you're doing this, this, and this, and you're super passionate about this. Um, I have, you know, X, Y, Z. When people take the time to actually see and know who you are, it hits different because people are like, oh, I'm understood. I'm seen. People want that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to be seen and heard and understood. Mm-hmm. So if you're in someone's DMs and you're affirming for them that you've taken the time to get to know them, they're going to be much more warm and open to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh. The, the I feel seen is the power comment. If anybody ever says that to you, they're fucking in. They are in hook, line, and sinker. Like they want a part of whatever you're doing when they feel it, when they say, I feel so seen. Mm-hmm. I had a couple sales calls a few months back before I took a pause on coaching where the people on the sales calls were like, I feel so seen by you. I'm in. That's what people want. You're exactly right. They want to feel understood. They want their desires to be understood. They want their fears to be understood and dispelled. They want to know you support them, that you get them, and that you're on their fucking team. That's what people want. So when you hear that, like, that's what you're going for. That should be the goal with any DM, with any sales call. Any marketing you do, you want people to feel seen. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take that much more time out of your day to take two seconds to look at their profile before you send the message. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Man, this is a fucking hard-hitting episode, <laughs> you guys. If you love this, you got to let us know. You got to shoot us a DM, share this episode in your stories. Leave us a ratings and review on iTunes. Let us know. Is there anything else, Boo Boo? I feel like we fucking like nailed that one. I think we just hit, yeah. (laughs) We hit the hammer on the head with this one. Yes, we did. Well, Alicia and I, before the episode where we were talking about, and this episode should come out towards the beginning of the year. So moving forward, we are talking about how we're doubling down on a lot of information that we're going to be sharing with you guys. We are going to be diving deep into attraction marketing so you can avoid all of the gross sales and marketing strategies that are being used right now. We're really trying to revolutionize the way that entrepreneurs are marketing, the way you're selling, the way you're interacting with people, the way that you're interacting with yourself. We want you trusting yourself more and we want you owning your power 
taking responsibility and accountability for what you want to create in your life and going out and doing the damn thing. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, babes. Well, you know what to do. If you love this episode, do us a solid, take a screenshot, save it and share it on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook, tag us in it and let us know what you love. Share with a friend who needs to hear this episode. Maybe you have a friend that is in an MLM. Maybe you have a friend that is a little nervous around the sales process and how to reach out to people. Share them with this. I'm sure they'll find a lot of value in it. And I think that's all we got for you guys today. Love you, bye.